to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Game Tea Podcast. No JP takes six or seven. I don't know. We forgot. We lost count. Eh, it's in the title. Yeah, just put it in in post. I, I know a lot about production. You <laughs> just put anything you yeah. want in in post. Uh, speaking of post, uh, let's make a nice, quick, concise episode to show JP we're all business while he's gone. How's that sound to you guys? Yeah. Not even like a little tomfoolery? Okay, like eight tomfooleries. All right, but uh, what's the stance on shenanigans? Ooh. Oh, shenanigans for life. Okay. Yeah, you can't put a cap on shenanigans. Winky, are you really going to start barking right now? That's your thing. She was doing so good. She was doing so good, everybody. Um, so with that, um, Czar, well, I let this dog out. Will you go over the itinerary? Sure. Itinerary. I can I- do that. Word. Um, do we not... Uh, we're just going to skip the introduction. Um, today on the <laughs> podcast, we are talking about Elden Ring, Horizon plus VR, Pokemon and Nintendo, some quick takes, and then we're going to wrap up this nice episode with a little bow with some game releases. And uh, by the way, I'm Peaches. And I'm Zar. And this is not JP. I'm Zach. And together we make... The Post Haste Squad Game Tea Podcast X. What? What? All right. So, guys, Elden Ring came out, and, you know, it's like a little roller coaster of fun here. Uh, it's one of the highest rated games of all time. It was at a 98 on Metacritic for uh, the actual score reviews, not user score, but like the meta score. Now it's down to a 97. So, I mean, still pretty good, though. Um, and everyone and their mother was saying this is one of the uh, just greatest games of all time. Have you guys gotten to play it? Anything going on with you guys and your new uh, rings? No, but I have seen the pain spread across the internet lately, and it it, it looks stinging. Can't confirm, Peaches. Are you souls boarding it up? Uh no, I I am um, still playing Dying Light and Total War Warhammer. So is this not a good year for gaming? Like hot freaking damn, dude! I dude, it's it's tough because I still want to play Horizon Forbidden West, but I don't have anything to play it on because those assholes won't make more PS fives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel so separated. We're all playing different games because there's so many good games out there right now. Freaky facts. But today we're talking Elden Ring. And so it is getting some of the best reviews of all time. And with that, um, I have actually gotten to dabble into it. And it's a it's a Dark Souls game. So and by that, I mean, it's a beautiful world. There's a lot of mystery um, and it's hard as hell. 
and I am absolutely loving it, but I don't think that makes it one of the best games of all time. I kind of feel like this game's kind of gotten a really weird hype boner for it, I guess, for lack of better terminology. <laughs> like, I just don't see why it's getting all these ginormous scores. Um, not because it's not good. Like, I I'm saying it's, it's a... Depending on the reviewer, it can be a 10 out of 10 game, but like there's like a general consensus that it's really high up there. And for the most part, it just feels like the next evolution of Dark Souls to me. And that's not a bad thing, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, based on what you've seen like and, and things like that, do you guys agree with me or do you guys? I well, know, I want to. Does, does this seem like the best game of all time? I want to know your thoughts because you said that it keeps getting these really high ratings. And if it is the evolution of, of Dark Souls, um, well, then where would where would you necessarily put it? Like, what's your experience been lately? I love Dark Souls. I actually like like it's a sadistic love, though. Like it's like I can only take so many one for masochists. Um, right, right. Absolutely. And so it's just it's been a really good time. Um, but if you played Dark Souls, this is still Dark Souls. Like, I guess I didn't play Dark Souls 3. I just played Dark Souls Remastered, and then I played Demon Souls on the PS5. Um, and Demon Souls looked amazing, but it still had that. Apparently, it's like the easy, one of the easier ones, but apparently it still had that, you know, just big difficulty spike. And so they've added mounts to it. Um, there's this new guiding light that kind of shows you where to go, which I really appreciate because there's no way I could have finished Dark Souls without a friend. Because um, <laughs> the games are very obtuse. Um, and people like that about it, but it doesn't always mean it's good game design. I'm sure I'm going to start a war with somebody, but that's something that you can have an opinion on one way or another. Um, and I guess the, the thing that is just tripping me up is not that the game isn't good. It's that almost all the reviewers are giving it like hundreds and 95s and 98s. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking back to that one guy who gave Breath of the Wild like a 70. Like, usually there's always that one guy that just comes in there and just kind of ruins it. I think uh, Demon Souls, or not Demon Souls, um, Elden Ring had one reviewer like that. But, like, for the most part, it's just been this giant hype train. Um, and I just I just don't get it. Like, why is it clicking for everybody right now? Yeah, that is, that's a weird notion, considering that we've talked about time and time again on this podcast, that... A perfect game like a 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100 may not exist. And it's really weird when we see a AAA title like this get so much consistency with perfection. It almost leads you to believe that maybe this on the surface things are not as they appear. So that's Metacritic, just the general consensus, what was going on, YouTube reviews, all of that stuff. Like this is getting a lot of well-deserved hype, but... The review scores just seemed a little skewed towards the positive side, especially when you consider what's come out. Um, there's reviews on Steam that got deleted. If you go to their Steam community page uh, for Elden Ring, you can see that. Um, and so the reason they deleted the reviews is I think people were review bombing it because this game is having performance issues. Mm. So if I go to Kotaku.com, uh, they had an article say, Elden Ring isn't running so great on PC. What? That's a surprise. When is PC not the target? So From Software's actually just notoriously had some issues with PC releases. They've gotten fixed. 
clearly because like i mean they're a great company but like it's just like it's kind of like their weak link is like they know they need to release to pc because it's such a big player base but they just always have some like weird launch issues and i think back to like when they ported dark souls for the first time to pc there are just so many audio issues and weird bugs and things of that nature um and so as i pull this up uh, publisher Bandai Namco actually addressed it in a blog post saying that a patch will address everything from frame rate issues to mouse sensitivity. Um, plus, there's like where the game would launch without its anti-cheat uh, feature. Um, yeah. Hmm. It goes on to say, even though with these performance issues, it's being lauded by critics as one of the greatest games, if not the greatest game of all time, um, which is even more peculiar because Horizon Forbidden West just came out a week ago. Let's uh, pour one out for Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, the same thing happened to Hori- Horizon Forbidden Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. Uh, <sighs> I, you just it makes you wonder what what masterpiece is going to release uh, when Horizon Zero Three releases. Zero Three. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so that that's where I'm like, again, I, I almost feel like I got my little, like, uh, tinfoil hat. I'm going full czar, you know, today. Yeah. Uh, it's like something's going on because this game has bugs. There's issues going on with it. Unless all the reviewers got, like, this nice, beautiful um, patch and then the day one patch messed everything up. Um, something's going on here. Maybe from software just sent all the reviewers a muffin basket. That'd get me a perfect score. Right. So even me with my 3070 Ti, and I have a decent processor. I think it's a Ryzen 7 5650. And, you know, I can run Halo Infinite 4K max settings with 120 frames. I am still bouncing. And it's just maddening, guys. It's just maddening. I am bouncing from 50 to 60 frames constantly. It's just like uh, <laughs> driving me nuts. Yes. <laughs> Um, and it's weird because like during rainy sections, I don't know if they like draw distance or whatever. Like it, it runs fine when you have more going on versus like the sun, like when it's a nice, bright, sunny day. I, I don't know. It's just got weird performance issues. They wasted all the pixels on the sunshine. <laughs> I still think this is an amazing game. I don't want to take it away. There is absolutely, if you love Dark Souls, this is the best Dark Souls experience you can get. I'm only, I'm only like four hours into it because I had a bunch of like master classes this week. I tried to tell my teacher. She just didn't understand. It was ridiculous. Doesn't that teacher realize that you need time for gaming? You know, I tried to explain that to her, but, you know, she has my money, so I, I, I respected her. <laughs> I, did. I, did, I did my works. She's got my money. What was I supposed to do? Sorry for I'm popping over the place, guys, but I'm just I'm trying to make sure that the Dark Souls people don't come and beat me up more than they already plan on it, (laughs) because this is a good game. But I just think it's a little bit goofy that it has these performance issues. It's been noted and it's still getting all these 10 out of 10s. Um, And I'm even thinking back to Breath of the Wild, like Breath of the Wild still got really good reviews, but like it did have some issues and when it first launched um, with like as far as frame rate going, going onings and um, God, what was that? When you go into the Karak forest to get the master sword. Oh, yeah. The Lost Woods. And it's just it's just a big mess. <laughs> yeah. it's just a, it goes down to like 30. Maybe it was like even 20 frames on like the first uh, before like the patches came out. 
And so like, yeah, I'm just, I'm conspiracy guys. It's a conspiracy. All right. Something's going on. I'm, I'm picking up on that vibe. Do you guys, are you guys with me or not? I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> all right. All right. You guys did hear me say Elden Ring's a great game and please don't kill me. Right. Uh, uh, no, I didn't hear that. I actually, I think I heard the opposite. Oh, that's going to make some Elden Ring fans mad. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to piss off Elden Ring uh-huh. fans? I'm an Elden Ring fan. I like it. It's fun. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, here are some reviews to end with before we go into the next article. Um, an extraordinary milestone that will likely cast uh, as long of a shadow over the other open world games as Dark Souls already did uh, over most RPGs during the last decade. So again, getting that constant comparison to Makes you feel like Dark Souls. That's a Dark Souls-like game. (laughs) That's one of Peaches' favorite uh, things to say. Right, Peaches? This is the Dark Souls of this genre. Oh, yeah. Everybody is very quick to say stuff like that. I think that's funny. I do, too. Absolutely. Uh, So, yeah. I'm going to sleep over the rest of these, but I just want to end on a high note. I still like Elden Ring. But uh, these reviews, little sketch right now, boys, little sketch. You guys ready to talk the next thing and kind of throw it in the middle like Sony did and let it die? <laughs> oh, now that was a cutting segue. I love everything about that. Uh, real quick before we move on, maybe we should do like an answering gaming's biggest questions because I'm starting to formulate kind of a thought process here of... All of these new AAA titles are releasing and no game is releasing completely bug free anymore. So how are we supposed to review games on launch when we know that they will be taken care of, like the bugs will be taken care of later? Will those reviews on launch be accurate to maybe six months down the line or should we just wait on reviews? I don't know. Maybe, maybe just write that down. Sorry, write that down. Yeah, somebody write that down. Anywho, go on with Horizon. All right. So Horizon Zero, physical, forbidden, digital. All right. I tried to get creative there. Um, But yeah. Um, So this next article comes to us from Game Industry and it is written by Christopher Dring. Horizon Forbidden West beat out FIFA 22 in Total War Warhammer 3 as the most downloaded game in the UK last week. Um, but the, the thing that I thought was neat was 67% of Horizon Forbidden West download sales were for the PS5 version of the game and digital sales were more than double of what Horizon uh, got in March 2017. So making it uh, about 50% of the sales that would be digital in the UK. Wow, um, impressive numbers. Do you guys like Do you guys like this trend of digital gaming and how it's kind of starting to click, if you will? You want to know what I like about digital sales? Is that you can't scalp digital sales. You know what you can scout? A digital PS5. <sighs> yeah. You sound a little salty about that. Look, I got my tax return. I want to buy a PS5. I'm not going to pay that absolute extortion price that these people are charging for it. But it's pretty freaking dumb right now, Peaches. It's pretty freaking dumb. I can't believe how far out from the PS5 release we are. And this is still a problem. That's awful. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. Don't release a console during a COVID pandemic. Or maybe you do want to release a console during a co- global pandemic because, I mean, like Sony and Xbox are making bank here. That's fair. Um, but but people like Peaches, hardworking people like Peaches are suffering. 
Yeah. With their first world problems. <laughs> real blue collar, real blue collar guys, you know, real take your lunch to work <laughs> kind of guy. Don't let peaches <laughs> suffer. He just wants to play. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm doing fine. <laughs> but I sure would like to play Horizon Forbidden West. But I mean, I'm still working my way through Dying Light. I'm having trouble playing Dying Light at night because it's scary. So, you know, it's so scary. Uh, so I did get Horizon Forbidden West and I played the first two hours and it felt just like Horizon Zero Dawn, just prettier. Um, and I just realized I am not a Sony person, guys. I, I, I'm glad it's doing well. I think it's a great game. I just uh, think if you didn't like the first Horizon, you're not going to like this Horizon. Um, so hopefully that kind of whelms you a little bit, Peaches. Uh, you did like the first one, though, didn't you? I thought the first one was awesome. Uh, you can jump in it and you can shoot a bow and arrow <laughs> at robot monsters. Like, I don't know. Like, I I thought that Horizon Zero Dawn was so much fun. Yeah, it just had the whole formula. Right. It had jumping. It had bow and arrows at robot dinosaurs. I mean, you can't lose. But did it have a grappling hook? I mean, not one like Halo. Ooh. Uh, but the new one does have a grappling hook. Oh, okay. So, grapple away. Spoilers! <laughs> it's literally like the first weapon you get, and it was in all the trailers, <laughs> but okay. Still, spoilers. <laughs> that game is ruined for me. I'm never going to play it now. Thanks a lot, Zach. I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. Um, guys, I, I just feel bad for this game, because... It's like Guerrilla Games is just getting shafted again. <laughs> First Breath of the Wild, now Elden Ring, and Horizon Zero is like the the uh, fuck. What's the what aphrodisiac for the next big game? You know what I mean? Like it's just you throw this in, the next game that comes out, it's guaranteed to be one of the best bangers of all time. It's just yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't is aphrodisiac the the word we want to use there? Hundred and twenty percent. All right. <laughs> Listen, I JP is not here. We said shenanigans. And you know what? I'm gonna call Mulligans. JP approved all these messages. So if you get mad, blame JP. Yeah, just just <laughs> send a direct message to JP, because we we all know who's at fault here. Yeah, feel free to at him on Twitter and uh let him know all of the problems. Absolutely. At J his name is at JP on me, so I mean no, like, it's, he, he changed it. It's not JP on me anymore. It's uh uh PB and JP or something. That is a lot more mature. I respect him now a little bit more. <laughs> Don't kink shame him. And I mean, he <laughs> he wrote this script and wrote literally every word we're saying. So, yeah, but, uh, guys, don't forget to turn the page to page two. Uh, you do have a line to read there. Oh, right, right, right. JP is great and contains no no fault. This script is perfect. Interesting. That's not what mine says. Mine says JP smells. Ooh. Yeah, that's what mine says. Zar, Zar, did you print off your alt script again? Oh, yeah. I need to stop <sighs> doing that. <sighs> all right. All right. Well, speaking of random, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, guys. As good as it's going to get. Uh, PlayStation released the first look at its headset design for PlayStation VR 2. Ooh. It looks like a device that you would put your head into and then you would grab the two handles with your hands and they would control your movements. It does look a little bit sleeker 
Um, and we we should absolutely post a picture to Twitter. Um, but yeah, it just it looks a lot more modern and a lot sleeker and a lot more wieldy than the first VR headset from the picture I'm seeing. Yeah, that first VR headset, like it, it was cool, but it was a lot like it. It's hard to get people set up for it. And now, just like you said on the blog that we'll post a picture to is they created a they, they threw in a bunch of new features, but they were even able to like reduce the weight um, like, yeah, but they don't say by how much. Um, so, yeah. I'm cool to see what this ends up. Or sorry, I'm cool. That's a little confident. You are cool. I mean, it's cool. Um, And I'm curious to see when and how much this will be. When this will be out and how much this will be. Yeah, definitely. Is is the cost. The cost is the question on everyone's mind right now. I imagine it's probably going to be in the 300 to 400 range on top of all of the other stuff you would already get for a PlayStation. Like what I think is that the headset and the controllers themselves will stand alone cost around three to four hundred. Good prediction. Peaches, you're a resident VR guy. What do you think? Uh, Yes, as a guy that partakes in all of all things VR, uh, let me tell you, I don't think VR is going to catch on to be super mainstream until it gets much less bulky on your head. I think that's that's a fair assumption. Um, I mean, I've never had interest in it. Have you guys? There's just not really a great VR game that I'm like, oh, I got to get VR to play that. Whereas like right now with the PS5, it's like, oh, I got to get the PS5 so I could play Horizon, you know. Um, and Demon Souls. Don't forget Demon Souls. Well, no, I don't really care about that. Is the thing. Um, and Ratchet and Clank. I do want to play Ratchet and Clank. Um, and your brand new favorite that just come that's going to come out soon, Gran Turismo Seven. Yeah, I guess I could probably wait on getting a PS5 for quite a bit longer. <laughs> okay, oh, Dr- you're gonna have to. <laughs> Gran Turismo. Sounds like it'd be really fun in VR. I'm, what are the mechanics of like a third person VR game, though? Because isn't Elden Ring and Horizon both third person, like over the shoulder type games? I mean, you can get into the seat, you know, it's like I assume it'd handle like Skyrim, you know, or Skyrim in VR. You're just first person the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, that would that would it make sense. Feel like Dragonborn. <laughs> Fusroda. Actually, yeah, <laughs> you can you can do that. You can say Fusroda and it'll do it. Neat. What uh, a it'll make you feel alive. pretty silly if someone walks in on you doing it, but I'm just imagining the key and peel. Or maybe it wasn't key and peel. It's just peel sketch where he's just like doing the Amazon voice, oh. Alexa voice, and he's just doing Skyrim and is talking to him. Eat all the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So Horizon Digital mastery it's it's we're getting there slowly but surely i'm sure there's always gonna be people who want physical games um and then they were a playstation did a vr thing and i, I just packed these together because you know playstation you guys have anything else you want to add to this or are we ready to move on uh let's move on all right you guys are getting the quick day vibes from like all my articles, right? It's just a bunch of stuff, but like it's not like deep stuff. Yeah, we just <laughs> we don't have a lot of information on all of these new pieces of news. But later in, in the episode, we're going to get a little bit more detailed on some things. Foreshadowing. Doo-doo-doo. All right. This next one is Pokemon. Gotta catch them. 
Um, so we had a Pokemon Presents literally right before we do our podcast, yeah. and I love it. We finally, finally had something happen before we recorded, so we didn't have to wait a whole week just to talk about it. And now we get to process this together as a family. Aww. Without JP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was a Pokemon Presents for Pokemon Day. Um, listen, I know I got the day wrong, I got the month wrong, but... I did call there would be a Pokemon Presents on Pokemon Day. Count it. The sky is blue, and this is still something that you can see. Sky is blue, water is wet, Pokemon Presents on Pokemon Day. Yeah. A, I like consistency for inconsistent companies like Nintendo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's Game Freak and whatever, but it, whatever. However the Pokemon thing works, it, it's, it's its own thing, really, but still, <laughs> it's all Nintendo. Um, so I know the script because JP did it all wrong is all out of order, but let's start with Pokemon. Um, so mobile games, anybody want to talk mobile games? Um, I mean, I haven't even seen much on all of these mobile games. Pokemon Cafe was cool. They're adding Victini and Shiny Piplup and some other new surprises to add to your Pokemon Cafe mix. And it's all cute and very artistically colored and I'm just not interested. Well, are you interested in Aloha, Alola region coming to Pokego? No. Yes, I am. Alright. Kind of. Um Peaches, that was a hard no. What's wrong with what's wrong with Pokemon Go, huh? I did not like Pokemon Sun and Moon. Which why? Yeah. I thought it was the worst one. Oh. I I seriously I tried to play through it all the way like three different times and like I always get bored at like the third island. Mm, sadness. Well, I think you're wrong, and that's okay. And that's okay. I liked Alola. Um, it could have been better, for sure. It was a little handholdy, but it was it was a cool region. And that's pretty cool. We've already gotten several Alolan versions of Pokemon. Um, and so I guess the rest are coming. So yay. Um, and then they had updates for Pokemon Unite. Um, I'm still a master ranked player. Thank you very much for asking. So if you need any tips or you want to get owned, let me know. And I'm willing to either help you or own you, depending on, you know, your stance on that. Um, and they announced that Duraludon, the Steel Dragon, is coming to the game soonish. There was one other big surprise, too. You you going to get that Pokemon, Zach, for Unite? Wait, what? Po- oh, Hoopa? Yeah, Hoopa. Everybody gets Hoopa. Hoopa's free. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was only like today or like for a week or something. It's free for two weeks. But if you play, like, I think it's like one week and you just like log in every day and like play, I think it's three games and they're like five minutes long. You'll get Hoopa for free. Ooh. Which is kind of cool. That actually might get me into it because Hoopa's uh one of my favorites. Come play with me, please. I need friends. I mean, um, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Come on. So, yeah, that's it for Pokemon Unite. Um, That game is honestly really, really fun. Little it's it's improving. It's getting a little less pay to winning, but um, it does give you what you need. Um, Anyway, uh, that's my my spiel on that one. Um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl update, guys. Shaman's coming. Are you excited? It looks so cool. Why do people like Shaman? It's like a, it's just a little plant hedgehog, yeah? It's a bush. It's a, it's a shrubbery hedgehog. Sonic the Shrubbery. I didn't realize it was mythical. Your Pokemon, uh, Gen 4 had so many mythical Pokemon. Victini, Manaphy, uh, Darkrai, 
shaman Arceus, I think is a mythical. I can't remember. Arceus is kind of weird. It's like a legendary mythical. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so if you can't tell, I'm not very excited about this one, but you guys don't sound either. So you guys ready to go on to the next one? Yeah. I actually don't have a uh, brilliant diamond shining pearl yet, but I'd be more excited when I do get them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, you know, get on that, get on that train when it gets on sale in like 30 years. All right. Um, Let's go. Legends are. <laughs> <laughs> next up was a Legends Arceus update, which I thought was neat. There's like. This new update called Daybreak, it's titled, it's patch note 1.10, and they have a bunch of new missions where they looked like a bunch of angry alpha Pokemon. So that looked neat. And then they showed like a little teaser of you fighting Dialga and Palkia at the same time. And that looks scary because, oh my God, oh my that's a God. lot of dodging. They looked all different too. Did you not play Zara? That's their origin form, I think, is what they're calling it. Oh, nope. Lauren's still going through it. She's almost done, though. Ayo. It's a really, I mean, it's a really good change up for Pokemon, and I'm glad it's getting some more love. I'm really, really, really hoping Mega Evolutions come into it, but I'm not holding my breath. Anyway, I thought this was a cool update. Are you guys ready for, like, the coolest thing, though? One last point on uh, Pokemon Arceus. If you put in the code, uh, Arceus Adventure, you get a bunch of free stuff. Just today, though, because it's Pokemon Day. 30 balls. Yeah. G- Gigaton balls. The, the, what's a feather? Is it feather? But it's like the evolution of feather. No, it's a jet ball. It's jet ball ul- and then Pokeballs? Ultra. Or ultra balls? Yeah, it's, it's 30 Ultra, 30 Gigaton, and 30 Jet. I screenshotted it because I sent a picture of it to my wife so she could get the the balls balls nice dude fucking sweet man look at you <laughs> way to be um and then they did kind of this little trailer uh for uh it looked like detective pikachu too right? did you get that vibe too 100 percent. that's what i was waiting for but it wasn't uh there's this little little fucking police officer like looking around it looked like literally the place where uh the main character of detective pikachu who has a name that I should know finds Pikachu for the first time. They even had coffee that Pikachu drinks a lot. Like they pretty, they were trying to tease this. I didn't get that vibe. How? <laughs> what kind of vibe did you get then, Peaches? Did you even get a vibe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you're, you're talking about the trailer that like where it's a policeman and then policeman looks at a thing and then all of a sudden it turns into a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't get the, the detective Pikachu vibe at all. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm glad Zara can validify my feelings. How do you think the police officer wrote the report for that investigation? He didn't. (laughs) Just stepped into this apartment and all of a sudden it turned into an LSD trip. What the fuck? Being an officer for like in the Pokemon world would be really hard though. Like getting pranked by Gasly's and shit. (laughs) I poop my pants. What, What do you mean? You can just be really bad at your job and like get fucking absolutely handled in a Pokemon battle by a 12-year-old. Which is common, apparently. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I, I got no segue. I got no comeback for that one. Just ready to go. So anyway, the trailer starts and we get to see a brand new Pokemon world. And I say brand new loosely because I, I mean, it looked gorgeous to me, but I realized I am a Pokemon simp. Um, they're slowly iterating on their graphical engine. And I think this looks better than Pokemon Arceus. 
looked a lot better than Pokemon Arceus the first time we saw Pokemon Arceus, that's for sure, too. Um, there was no five FPS shinglings to be seen in this one, so that was cool. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, but there was a bunch of new locations, new things, and it's Gen 9. Gen 9 is coming, guys. That's they crazy. They have titled them Scarlet and Violet. It's coming in late 2022. And if you go to their website, they talk about the three starters already. You got Sprigatito, which is a cute little grass cat, which is capricious and attention-seeking. Um, That's my starter. And I looked up... I looked up capricious, and that means it's literally a cat. It just goes back and forth on feelings. Like, one time it's happy, then it's kind of like, you know. So, it's cute as hell. And if you like cats, that's your starter probably nine out of ten. Nine out of ten times. Um, Then there's Fuey Coco, which is this derpy fire croc with, like, an apple head. But it's not an apple head. It's really cute. It's not Fue Coco. Um, Ooh, that sounds better. It sounds like Fuego, which is fire, right? So, yeah, Fue Coco. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Thank you, Jess. Look at you. Um, and it does things on its own pace. And then that leaves finally Quaxley, which is Ernest Tidy. And it's the hat duck Pokemon. Um, guys, these are some of the best designed like starters I've seen since Gold and Silver. I'll actually agree with that. They looked really cool. And this is going to be one of the first times in a long time that I'm going to pick the grass starter. Um, I am just a little bit worried about the water starter, though, because like how much does that look like ducklet? (laughs) Psyduck, ducklet. They're all water type. There's a lot of duck Pokemon already. So I kind of feel like that one's got a bad hand, but maybe its final evolution will be really dope. So that's what I'm waiting to see. Maybe it'll be uh, water psychic like Golduck always wanted to be. (laughs) Oof. Uh, I definitely want Fio Coco. I can't say it right. Now Chess has got me really... Fue, fue, fue. Fue. Coco. Coco. Fue Coco. For Coco Co. Hot chocolate. Mmm. It is this cute little fire crocodile. And if it turns out half as cool as crocodile, or crocodile, crocod... Crocodile? Crocodile. thinking it, But it's, it's the ground dark, dark Pokemon. That's dope. If it turns into anything like that, I am like, hmm, that's a 10 out of 10 choice. Oh, Crookerook. Crookerook, thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many Pokemon. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! <laughs> it's fucking Pikachu! <laughs> um, so, Chez, that means you have to be the duck, all right? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know if I'm getting this. Oh. What? Why not? I, I think Arceus may have finally broken the Pokemon cycle for me, where I don't want to play this, the generic old... Pokemon formula. I want I want more of the Arceus formula. <gasps> wow. Although I'm honestly not that surprised because Arceus was so cool. And I could see why a lot of fans would want more of that and less of like mainline. I, I think Pokemon is just like hedging their bets, you know, because obviously, you know, this Scarlet and Violet or whatever is, is that that's what it's called, right? Yeah, it has been in the works probably at the same time as Arceus. Um, So, you know, they're just, you know, trying to keep both audiences happy. You know, they try to change things up. But then it's like, hey, wait, wait, we're sorry. We're sorry. Here's here's the old stuff for all you nostalgic nerds. Here you go. We're sorry. We tried changing things. We got this one for you, though. No, see, I thought this would be a continuation of like Pokemon's Arceus, but they were intentionally vague with that. 
they just showed a bunch of open world Pokemon shots with the Pokemon like walking around doing their own thing. So it could still be a continuation of Arceus. I, I was thinking that it was going to be more like Sword and Shield. And that is what I will expect until they tell me otherwise. Because <laughs> Pokemon is really good at doing the bare minimum just to succeed. And I can't blame them because even their bad games like Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, like sorry, bad in simple sense, sold 10 million copies. So they release a new Pokemon game literally every year and they're selling oodles. And I can't, I can't blame them. They got a formula that works. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they just kind of close the gap between Sword and Shield and Arceus Because from the trailer, on first look, we can't say for certain on any of this because we didn't get much. But it really did look like that gap was getting smaller and that eventually we're going to have a new blend of the two for a mainline Pokemon game. I'm hoping like the battles are as quick as they were. Yeah, that'd be nice. That was nice. Yeah. And like that really seamless transition into battle and then out of battle that just made battles seem less... Made them seem more exciting and less like, oh, here comes another battle that I'm going to win very slowly. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of all they gave us. I say all, like in current parentheses, because it really was a pretty solid Pokemon Presents. Um, I'm excited. Scale like 9 out of 10, probably. What would you guys say out of 10? How good was that Pokemon Presents for you? About a 6 right until the very end with Scarlet and Violet. Then I'd kick it up to an 8. I don't know, I'd give it like a five or a six because I just eh. It just eh. didn't interest you. It was it's not like I it's not like I hate seeing this stuff, it's just I don't care about it. Yeah, it's taxes and Pokemon every year. It, it's not like they showed me like some dumb car game, you know? <laughs> that would have brought it down a little bit. Ooh, shots fired. They didn't show me like Gran Turismo or Forza Horizon. Oh <laughs> Pokemon Dash 2. Pokemon Racers. Yeah, as long as they don't show me Pokemon Racers and like, you know, hyper realistic cars with Pokemon driving them. <laughs> oh, that looks so funny. A Pikachu Volvo would be sick and you know it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Our Tesla, that actually makes more sense. But whatever. <laughs> Power its own car. Um, so Nintendo's lineup just got more fire, guys. We could spend time talking about how they updated the expansion pack to make it to make the water less weird. And they launched Majora's Mask and they fixed that bug that Pete, that uh, Zara was talking about where his whole game of Pokemon, Pokemon Paper Mario crashed. They fixed all that. Don't ever have the heart to return to Paper Mario, though. I lost too much progress. All right. Quick takes. Uh, PlayStation just tweeted out, our Onion00048 tweeted out, there's a patent filed by PS5 architect and Nat Creator, that's the important part, Nat Creator, Mark Cerny, and mentioned system and method for accelerated ray tracing and system and method for accelerated ray tracing with asynchronous operation and ray transformation. I understand zero of this, but I see the word ray tracing and imagine that like it's something to improve ray tracing. Um, so hopefully someone smarter than I can break this down for a simp like me. Um, next up, Treyarch, of course, says, or sorry, it's not Treyarch. <clears throat> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 news. It's like they're called Informer. There will be a free-to-play Treyarch Zombies game released in 2023. 
This is a rumor, but I I mean, I wouldn't bet against this, because why not? Sounds like something COD would do. So keep an eye out for that. Next up, Guild Wars 2 expansion is releasing tomorrow. If we're recording this, or you'll already have it out. It comes out February 28th. Um, End of Dragons is what it's called, and it's a very um, Asian-y themed continent. Uh, excuse and you, it, let me, let me, actually... It's Actually. it's not Asia. It's Cantha. But Cantha's based stop. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Chess, do you want to take away? Take take it away. Come on, man. All right. So yeah, they they dropped the uh, I what I presume is going to be the last hype trailer for their new expansion, End of Dragons. Um, honestly, I love Guild Wars two. I probably won't get this um, just because I'm bad at MMOs. But it looks really cool, and Cantha is a way underutilized region. And then Guild Wars three. 2028 if they they release a guild wars 3 i'd probably pick it up i mean look at they've given so much support to guild wars 2 like free support and then paid expansions there's no there's no monthly fee like in wow look guild wars 2 better than world of warcraft in its current state thoughts (laughs) better than world of warcraft sure fuck world of warcraft doesn't have the doesn't have the player base obviously but i honestly think that uh guild wars 2 for your money, you're not going to get a better deal. You have a lot of games there. You have a lot of games. And it's pretty cheap. So, uh, next up, this is, a, I really want Chaz to take this one. It's a cool marketing for his favorite game, Gran Turismo 7. I'm good, actually. Um, I'm actually I'm actually super busy. <laughs> I'm, like, up to my neck in paperwork right now. Car games. Uh, they just showed a really cool trailer of one of the maps, Big Willow, and some, and, like, it's just, they switched from like the PS5 to like the real life like circuit. And it looked really cool because it's it almost seems like a, a seamless transition. So it'll be a really cool racing game, especially if you like racing games, which Chess does not, which is the joke here. <laughs> Chess, I love you, baby. Do you want to talk about the next one? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Dragon Age. Um, so Bioware released an update on uh, the Bioware blog site. Um, just kind of letting you know that hey, the new Dragon Age that's in production is currently in the middle of the production phase, which basically means that there's still a lot of work to do on it, but they're much more progressed from from the start. The the, uh, actual production phase is far from pre-production and the concept phase is... So they know what they're doing, probably. Now. <laughs> they're taking their time. They're they're building the world at this point is essentially how I how I uh, got. The, that's the gist I got from this blog post. And since they're doing so well, they're what is his name? Uh, Christian Daly said a heartfelt farewell to Bioware. He came to Bioware in 2018 and he was the executive producer over Dragon Age's development. So. Yeah. Kind of weird how they threw that one in yeah, there. Yeah, weird timing on that one. I hope that it was not be because the whole project is a shit show. That can't be it, right? No. No. no never. Be. Couldn't be me. You wanna you wanna Hadouken to the next one or are you are you good? Are you not good? What oh. Uh, let's take a look at this. Uh Bethesda launcher is being retired and moving to Steam. Oh yeah, I remember the Bethesda launcher. It's what you launched Fallout seventy six with. Yeah. So, uh, Big later Bethesda launcher, no one liked you anyways. Now if we could just get rid of the Rockstar launcher as well. Yeah, why doesn't everyone just move to Steam? Like, everyone's coming back with their tail between their legs anyway. Might as well all migrate at once. 
I mean, yeah, Ubisoft recently did this too, right? Like a while ago. Yeah, I think it was Ubisoft we talked about. Now we just need EA, which won't happen ever. Never, and ever. And then uh, Epic, which, again, props not. They they could survive on Fortnite alone. They will survive <laughs> on Fortnite alone. They intend to. Okay, now now I want to say my Hadouken joke. Did you guys see the new Street Fighter 6 teaser? Ooh, Street Fighter. It's going to release with at least two characters. So there will be <laughs> at go! least one fight that is original. That's um, so many that. more than one character. It's double. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. Uh, so look forward to more Street Fighter 6 news soon, PM. Uh, and now, the cooler quick take, in my opinion. Square Enix is considering more 2D remakes. The president ordered us, I like this, like my boss told me to, <laughs> to make the more use of the HD 2D engine. So we decided to think about remakes of past titles, producer Tomoya Asano said. So we lined up possible titles and thought about which could be done in HD 2D and brought them to the president. Asano continued, the list included titles released by Square and Enix for the Super Famicom, ones which were suitable for HD 2D, ones which are unsuitable for it, and ones which are impossible to play, like the Mahjong games. And my only comment is, Chrono Trigger win, please. Yeah! Why Why would Chrono Trigger need to win when you can just buy one out of that uh, where, warehouse that's like $1,900 that they just found in Nebraska? Oh yeah, that's so convenient. I don't want to spend that much. <laughs> um, oh, and this was coming to us from VideoGamesChronicle.com by uh, Chris Scullion. So make sure I get that shout out there. Um, and then Zar, the last one's yours. Yes, yes, I'm excited because it's a possible pipe for new Resident Evil. So this is coming to us from Resident Evil's website, and it's just saying that there are some character models and some screenshots of Code Veronica, Biohazard Outbreak, uh, Files 1 and 2. And it's theorized that Capcom may be remaking those, which is awesome. Why else would you update the art assets, right? Like exactly. That's what everybody's thinking. I didn't want to like come out and say it right away, but that's kind of what the implication is. Uh, in which case, I'm very excited for Code Veronica. It was a really cool story and just very limited with when it was released with the graphics and gameplay it contained. But yeah, Sars hyped. Woo! Yeet. That's that's all I got. <laughs> yep, that's, all right, game releases. Who wants to do them? Peaches, you want to do them. You do. All right, March 1st, Shadow Warrior 3 coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. March 3rd, Babylon's Fall, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC. March 4th. Uh, nothing and try. Oh no, nothing. Okay, yeah. There's two. There's two <laughs> nothings on March fourth. That's kind of weird. Um, That's a weird way of saying Gran Turismo Seven is coming to PS5 and PS4. Um, and then Triangle Strategy is coming to Nintendo Switch on March fourth. It's it's just Babylon's <laughs> Fall. Um, but but Peaches, don't you want to play it's, the, it's the just, successor it's just, to? It's just Babylon's Fall. Octopath Traveler. And why should we be excited for Babylon's Fall? Here's the really cool thing about uh, Babylon's Fall, is that it's <laughs> not Triangle Strategy or Gran Turismo. I, I really, those are two qualities that I really appreciate about Babylon's Fall. But Peaches, I heard you needed more Octopath Traveler in your life. I don't know where you heard that. <laughs> it was written in the script. No one should be saying that. JP said it. I'm gonna go down there and kick JP, JP's ass. <laughs> All right. So 
you know if you want Gran Turismo 7. It, it looks gorgeous. It's, it's going to look good. It's going to be a good car game. Um, you know if you like triangle strategy. If you don't know, just go download the demo on Nintendo Switch. And Babylon's Fall is literally being thrown out to die. And I feel bad for that game. It got a bunch of negative publicity last time it was shown off. Um, it could still be a good game. I just am not holding my breath for it. Um, there are three. I mean, honestly, these are three big releases. So we'll see how they do. But they definitely don't have the hype that like Horizon and Elden Ring had and, and Dying Light 2. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, with that, you just uh, experienced Game T with no JP. Um, we will we will miss him. He's never coming back. He's been locked in the shadow realm, and that's where he will stay. XOXO. You just got your game tea. Bye. Mwah. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.